We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, happy Monday, February the 6th, 2023. What is going on? Yours truly, Chris Phillips of the Spurs Up show of the Daily Crow. I'm your host, as always. Appreciate you all tuning in. Very excited to get this week going, and I appreciate each and every single one of you who is here with us. We're taking your questions, your comments, your calls as well. 843-790-3377. And what an eventful weekend. We had really starting middle of the day, Friday, going all the way through yesterday. Excited to hear your thoughts on everything. I see Leonard Matthews, Joey 80, Bruin Nation. What's up, my man? Cocky Twan, Kayshawn, Todd Smith, uh, John Edward, Travis Allen, Stephen Royal Jr., Brennan M., Spur Dog, C. Youngblood, Dave Garrett, Noah Johns, the whole crew's here. Gad with the first comment. What is up? Also, those in the Big Cock Club Discord, however, the TDC questions channel, the TDC questions channel, be sure your questions are answered there. I see Brendan saying I'm not researching today, so I can tune in in the background whilst doing instrumental analysis homework. Yay. Brendan, uh, you live a life, my friend. I got to be honest, I'm not envious of, but hey, keep getting after it, my guy, because you're going to get paid one day for your knowledge, and I will be happy to see that day come for you. Guys, of course, as always, TDC brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com, and when you do, Use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Guys, you can play anything and everything. College sports, pro sports, you name it. They have got it. And so many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, And you should as well. So again, that is our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app. Or go to prizepicks.com when you do use the promo code TSUS to receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. By the way, let's start the show. How about the women's basketball team going on the road, beating UConn first time ever at their place, which I guess the game was technically in Hartsford, Connecticut, not Stores, Connecticut, which Brendan notified me of or informed me of before the game yesterday. However, first time the Gamecocks were beating UConn on the road in Connecticut. So, huge win for Dawn Staley Company. What, their 29th, I believe, straight win. They moved to 23-0, I think it is now. And, of course, it's setting up the big matchup this weekend at CLA against the LSU Tigers. Probably going to be a pair of unbeatens. And, by the way, we're giving away a pair of tickets to that game. Giving away a pair of tickets to that game. Really, really exciting stuff. 
Um, we will, the official giveaway will happen on Wednesday. So the post, which I should have thrown it up on our story this morning, guys, let me go ahead and throw it on the Instagram story right now in case you've missed the giveaway somehow. Again, we are giving away a pair of tickets to the South Carolina LSU women's basketball game. Really, really excited to give these tickets away. And it's really simple to enter. All you do is like the post, tag three friends, like any of the Carolina Alehouse Instagram pages to be eligible. And yes, we will be checking, right? We will be checking. Uh, but we're going to do a random drawing February the 8th at 5 p.m. Okay, we got Gigi Jackson hackers coming in as I was about to talk about that. Um, anyway, sorry about the uh, technical difficulties, guys. We got a lot to talk about on the basketball side of things with the GG Jackson Instagram live video, the game that took place over the weekend. And uh, again, would love to hear your thoughts on it. I already see a couple people commenting in the comments. I know a lot of folks will say we want it to go away. This, that, it ain't going away, guys. It is what it is. It happened. Uh, Barstool Sports put out an article on it this morning. So, uh, don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. Don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. Um, <laughs> Dale from East Tennessee is on the bird app. Dale, what's going on, my guy? Yeah, the hackers do strike. Anyways, kudos to Dawn Staley, her team, her crew. And guys, let, let me say this because I'm feeling some type of way today. Okay. And I'm excited. I'm excited. And I think everything that happens in life, good or bad, is an opportunity, right, to take the work that you do on yourself, the self-work, right, and, and the way that you craft yourself, right, if you pride yourself on, on seeking peace and love and gratitude and perspective and, and, and everything good or bad that happens is an opportunity to implement those, those philosophies, if you will, implement those teachings. And so none of you you know, all of you, I should say, are on social media. So you all know what happened over the weekend. You know, we repost the video of Gigi Jackson on his Instagram Live, which, again, repost the video. I did not originally post it. Somebody else, I think, is like 34 and 8, what have you, whatever his name is. He got he got uh, the credit for the video in the Barstool Sports article. Uh, he posted the video, and, of course, I reposted, which I would like to reiterate, although I don't think I should have to, but I'd like to reiterate. Let me make something very, very clear. My platform is not a platform in which it is utilized to put a positive spin on all things Gamecocks. That's not the content that I post. I don't just solely post that content. I give credit when credit is due, and I also will point out things when they fall short of expectations or the not-so-positive things, right? Folks that I will not name them by name, but others on the internet, others on social media, you notice their content, if it's not positive, they go silent. They go ghost on you, right? My, my obligation or the way the obligation I have to myself <clears throat> is to post content, <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me, to post content that is not just positive, but that is relevant to South Carolina, that is relevant to the Gamecocks, whether it is good or not so good. Okay. So I just want to get that out there, but on a more, because I see Spurdog saying, can't believe, and I'm not really even addressing it. I'm just making the point, Spurdog. The point that I'm getting to is this. I've had a bit of a change of heart. I've had a bit of a change of heart. You know, again, I, I'm someone that I practice stoicism in my daily life, okay? Um, Jesse Jacobs, who by this point does not know how this show goes. Well, Jesse, sometimes you have to remind people, right? Right? 
And Brandon, cancel away, my guy. I, as long as they're swinging up, I pray to God they never stop swinging. How can you cancel someone that works for themselves? Try. Continue. Try your hardest. Try your hardest to cancel me. Please, be my guest. Which leads me into the point I was going to get into. I practice stoicism in my daily life, right? Which if, if those of you that are not familiar with it, I highly suggest it uh, because it will help you master the self, bring peace to your life, right? Take nothing personally and re re just remove, you know, give yourself the opportunity to process all negative emotion, negative thought, you know, an anxious thought, anxious emotion, things of that nature, right? I, I highly, highly suggest looking into it. I actually just finished up reading Marcus Aurelius's Meditations. Fantastic book. I'm currently reading Ryan Holiday's The Obstacle is the Way. I've also got his book, Ego is the Enemy. I've got literally my daily stoic calendar on the desk here, which says today, which I, I won't bore you guys with that, but I highly suggest it. Anyways, my point being this. The reason I have gone out of my way, right, and it's intentional. The reason that I've gone out of my way over the past... I'd probably say since the on Joiner tweet during the football season. The reason I've gone out of my way to block people on Twitter, to not give folks easy access to my content that are obviously just trolls. They have no interest in constructive banter whatsoever. They have no interest in constructive criticism. They simply exist to take their misery and project it onto us, trying to get us canceled saying the most horrific shit you could possibly think to say about another human being. And so the the beautiful thing is this. I have the power now, guys. We're big enough on Twitter. I don't need another follower. I don't need another follower to operate in business. I don't need another follower to flourish in business. So I have now the ability to control what I allow on my timeline to a degree, what I allow in our mentions. However, I think I've turned a new leaf today. I really do. Right? I think I've turned a new leaf. And I always say changing your mind is a superpower, right? And I, and I stick by that. Being able to change your mind. Thank God we have that freedom and that ability to change our minds and to pivot. Because I was sitting here thinking this morning, because this, this weekend was interesting, right? This weekend was one of those where, uh, again, I look at it as more so, you know what? I'm being presented the opportunity to implement and to exude all of the teachings that I consume in regards to stoicism and not taking things personally and not being defined by what a complete stranger says and thinks about me and not being defined or not taking personally what someone who's never met me, never interacted with me has to say. With that being said, you know, I, I, I've done the blocking I've done to try to bring more peace, right, and more tranquility to the Twitter app, right? Try to bring where there's not so much chaos on Twitter. But I've had a bit of a change of heart in the sense of I almost feel like I'd rather at this point just play the villain. Like, I'd almost just rather open the floodgates. Like, why even block anyone? People go out of their way to find our content anyways. Try to cancel away. Flood my mentions. Drive up the views. Drive up the engagements. Why not? Why not? I got a right mind to go unblock everyone. Unblock everyone and just say, and you know what? Because I've, I've reached a point of acceptance with the Twitter app. And it's totally fine. I got a lot of love for Twitter. Twitter's the first app that I built my business on. 
right? I've got a lot of love for Twitter. I'm not going to be someone that says social media is terrible. It's this. It gave me the opportunity to build a business. Like I, I have literally taken the bull by the horns and just run with it, bro, and built a business out of nothing thanks to social media. So I will never demonize social media in that way. But I've just come to a level of acceptance where, you know what? Twitter is a cultivator of madness. And who am I to not allow the inmates to run the asylum? Like, why not? You know what I mean? Why block anyone? Why block anyone? So I think I'm to the point now where the Carolina Slapdick community, the proud 300, I've seen people in their bios. There's people that take real pride in being blocked. Have at it. Do your best to cancel me. Do what you can. Because here's the thing, guys. You know what? If I ever do get to a point where I get canceled, I'll know it's time to hang it up and I'll go into my next business venture. That's totally fine with me. I'm not attached to doing this forever. I'm not attached to anything. Open to everything, attached to nothing. I'm not attached to an end result. I'm not attached to an end result. My life is bigger than just the Gamecocks. And again, I, I know I, I don't, I want to get into ball. Right? I want to get in the ball. I'm excited to talk ball today, especially this Gigi Jackson thing. I'm excited to talk ball. But this is something that's been on my mind this morning. And so if you see all of a sudden the floodgates open, then you'll know what happened. And that's, Bruin Nation, that's what's going to happen. I, I just, you know what, why not? Who, who am I? Like, I am, I am fully accepting of my role at this point on Twitter, which is to be the villain. And I don't think I'm the villain for a lot of people. Like the 99% that follow and rock with us and support, you know, because again, we've got over 34,000 followers. The normal rational people that follow, they're, they're not in the mentions. They're not, they're not chirping. They're not reacting emotionally to things. They are seeing the content. They're maybe liking it. Maybe they're retweeting. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're just seeing it, right? But we all know like negative emotion is a much, is a much more potent driver than positive emotion. Positive emotion and positivity goes away like that. Negative emotion resides, and, and most people are fueled by it. Most people are fueled by it. Yes, Spur Dog. Yeah, you're smart for that. Yes, you are correct. Stoicism's not about worry. It's about controlling what you can control. Again, taking nothing personally, right? Mastering your mind and your domain. What others say about me, it means nothing. Guys, some of the criticisms I see on social media, I equate it to if somebody told me I had purple hair. That, that's how I equate it. I heard this example, a great example one time. You might be thinking, like, what are you talking about? If I told you you had purple hair, would you get upset? No. You wouldn't get upset. Because you're like, I know I don't have purple hair. Like, there's no reason for me to get upset. So it's the same thing when I see a lot of the shit I see on social media. Why would I take it personally? Why would I get upset? I know it's not true. I know it's faulty. I know it's false. Like, I, I don't need to stoke those fires. There's no need. I have nothing to defend. So, all right, we're going to jump into this call, and then I promise you we're going to get in the ball because I'm excited to talk baseball, basketball, football, all of the above. Let's freaking go. All right, here we go. Dave Garrett. Dave, what's up, my man? How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, 
Chris, I understand and, and tied into ch- in the live chat. Um, he made a point about him being a kid, this, that, and other. When I can understand an athlete being frustrated and upset when he's not used to losing in the manner that they're losing, I can understand him venturing on that. But when he came back and took a swipe at you, that's a reflection <laughs> on the person, not the athlete. The, the apology don't mean shit to me, and I don't know who wrote it for him, but they did a decent job. Um, but that I was just wanting to explain where, where I was coming from. I can understand, like I said, as an athlete, but that was the the other thing. That's a reflection on what kind of person he is. So the apology don't mean a rat's ass to me. I hope you have a good one, and I'm ready for for um, opening day. Have a good one. Yes, sir, Dave. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the call. Great stuff from Dave Garrick. And you let let let's get into that, guys. Again, I'm fired up today. If you can't tell, hey, I'm fired up, man. And, and I do want to say. Thank you all so much to those of you who are tuned in today that tune in every single day because really, truly, we put too much emphasis on the madness, the slap dickery, the foolishness. You guys that show love and support, it's the all we got, it's all we need mentality. Those of you that show love, that's who matters, man. That's who matters. Okay, so the Gigi Jackson thing, and Jesse Jacobs is unfamiliar with this. Yes, Gigi Jackson talks shit on me, on TSUS. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely he did. I did not see it live, but there have been enough people that have posted about something or said about it. Uh, you know, of course. Here's, here's the breakdown of the GG Jackson Instagram live saga. South Carolina loses to Arkansas. Okay? Heartbreaker. Heartbreaking game. Final play of the game. The ball goes to Josh Gray. GG doesn't touch it. We lose. Okay. So, I'm sitting there chilling after the game. No big deal. What did I do Saturday? I think I went and hit golf balls or something. What was I doing? Uh, No, I know what I did. I hung out with Miss TSUS. That's what I was doing. And so I came home, watched the game, but I was having a chill Saturday, right? And after the game, cooked some dinner, whatever. Low key, low key. Made my my post-game video. We're good. I get on Twitter, and whoever that dude is, 34 and 8, whoever he was, Whoever he was, um, he posted the he posted the Instagram live video, the screen recording, and he tagged me in it, and he and he went under my post game video, and he tagged me. Hey, did you see this? And so again, guys, as I mentioned top of the show, my obligation I'm not obligated to share. Let me just craft. Let let me live in this spin zone kind of world where I craft content specifically to where it looks good on Carolina. Even Barstool Sports called that shit out in their article. I'm not going to name his name, but y'all know who I'm talking about. So I'm not going to spin zone things or or phrase things in a certain way. That's not my, I'm not obligated to do that. I'm not obligated to do that. My objective and what I pride myself on, I am going to share content and give opinions, but share content relevant to the University of South Carolina and its athletics, whether it's positive or it's negative. That's why when South Carolina went 4-8 and eight under Muschamp, 
when we went two and what two and eight or whatever in 2020, I didn't just disappear. I was right here in the trenches with you all. I'm going to be here when things are going great. And I'm going to be here when things are going shit, right? Like no matter what. So that, that, that video, Gigi Jackson put out on Instagram live, which nobody made him do it. He did it himself. That was relevant to Gamecock Nation. That was relevant to fans of South Carolina basketball under the Gamecock soul. So, of course, I shared it. Like, there's literally no – we're not going to have a discussion about it if you don't understand why I shared it. There's a reason you're you and I'm me, and that's the only way I can put it. I, I mean, really, truly, genuinely. I, I'm not sorry, and I'd a thousand times out of a thousand, I'd share it again. I'd share it again, and I'd share it again, and I'd share it again. So, anyways, <clears throat> that takes place. Okay? That takes place. That video goes crazy – as you would imagine, which it would have it would have gone crazy whether I shared it or not. Because guess what? When Barstool wrote their article this morning, whose tweet did they include? The video, the original posters. They didn't even include mine, so the video still would have went crazy. Anyways, Sunday morning rolls around, and I'm starting to see some chirping on social media that yeah, Gigi Jackson was talking shit on TSUS in his Instagram live he did this morning. Apparently, Gigi Jackson said that I was a middle-aged man with a mullet and that uh, there's a reason Frank Martin didn't let me around the program. I think somebody also said he called me a, a clout chaser, something of that nature. Which, you know, it's funny that people, when people say you're a clout chaser, bro, I have clout. I don't chase it. I have it. I don't need to chase it. I have it. This ain't a hobby. I get paid to do it. And I get paid pretty, pretty damn well, might I add. Anyways, though, anyways, Gigi Jackson goes on his Instagram live talking shit on TSUS. This is before, by the way, he issues an apology, I believe. Yeah, I think this is before. he. It, it definitely is. It's before he issues an apology. So he talks shit on TSUS. I didn't do anything. All I did was reshare the video. Talk shit on TSUS. Then he puts out his apology. And I listen, guys, I tell you this. I don't give a flying fuck if Gigi Jackson likes me. I don't really give a shit. I used to, when I first started TSUS, you know, I, I wanted to be kind of the cool entity that was liked by players. And, you know, I thought that was something that could really separate us. Man, as I've grown and evolved and, 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 and stuck true to myself, which is being truthful, being honest, calling a spade a spade when it comes to performances and on field and stuff like that, I could not give less of a damn if any athlete at the University of South Carolina likes me. Those that like me, they understand where I'm coming from. They understand they understand that it's business. They understand that I'm not just going to sugarcoat everything. I'm Listen, I'll crown you when you're great, and if you suck, you're going to get called out for sucking. Some guys understand that, and there's some. that's why we've had some TSUS athletes. There's guys that understand that. There's guys that rock with that. There's guys that get that. There's guys that don't take it personally. But then there's some that do. And whether you like me or dislike me, Listen, at this point, I'm not in this to be the most liked. I'm in this to be the most entertaining, the most engaging, the most fun. That's it. So that's why I'm saying with Twitter, who gives a shit? I'll be the most hated son of a bitch on the Twitter app, but I'm not not relevant. That's all I want to be is relevant. Relevant pays the bills. Relevant, hey, controversy creates cash, as Dave Garrick likes to say. Anyways, though, back to the point. Yeah, Gigi Jackson went on his little Instagram live and talked shit on TSUS. Again, I, I take none of it personally. Gigi Jackson's a kid. 
I wish him nothing but the best. I'm glad he's a Gamecock. All I've done is praise him all season long, and I'll continue to do so. These comments aren't going to affect my analysis of his game and this team. This team sucks, by the way. But either way, that's sort of beside the point. But I, I got no issues with Gigi Jackson. And so when it comes to the Gigi Jackson saga, though, why was he taking shots at TSUS? Why was he upset? It's not because I did anything. It's because he's butthurt that he got held accountable for what he said on his Instagram live. And I'm not sorry for that. Hell, I think we all did him a favor. You know why? Because Gigi Jackson's going to go to the NBA and he's going to make a shit ton of money. He needs to learn this lesson now before he gets to the next level because they're not going to be so nice to him. They're going to fine him. They're going to suspend him. His teammates are going to look at him like, what the hell are you talking about, rookie? Like, better to learn the lesson now. So, I, I don't think it's a negative. Listen, Gigi Jackson, if he didn't want it out there for everybody to hear, he wouldn't have went on Instagram Live. He went on a public platform. It is what it is, man. With that being said, Gigi Jackson's not a bad kid. He was emotional after a loss. He made a mistake. He shouldn't get cut for it. I don't even think he should be benched. He and Lamont Pierre should sit down. It's an opportunity to learn a lesson and move forward because he's a great player and he's a good kid by all accounts. Anyways, here we go. From Hunter, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. What about you? I'm doing well. Appreciate you asking. What's going on? Uh, yeah, I was I was just gonna say uh, back on that topic where you're talking about those uh you know kids talking shit about you and all that kind of crap and trying to cancel you. Um, yeah, those uh those guys that I that sent sent you that video a while back, those those are kids. Those are like freaking teenagers. Don't worry about them. They 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 don't have the power to cancel you anyways. I mean, they're like what probably 15 to 20 years old, and there's no way they don't have the power to you know cancel your show and all that other shit. Like you know they're talking about like oh you're a middle middle aged man and all that other shit. But why don't they talk shit about you know J C Sherbert or whatever his name is? Like isn't he like I'm no offense or anything, but isn't he like 40-something years old or something like that? I, I guess 32 is one foot in the grave, my guy. I, I don't know. That's that's news to me. So, I'm in better shape now yeah. than I was when I was playing college baseball, but apparently I, I am one foot in the grave now. Either way, man, it is it is what it is. It's all good. Again, at this point, I've just accepted, man, it's, it's uh, you know, it's part of it. And uh, it's just it just builds into almost, at this point, it builds into the lore and, and the – and just what is TSUS? I, I just the, the the fact that I am willing to be hated, I I am more than happy and willing to be hated to speak my truth. And I think yeah. again, I think people while the positive may not be the loudest voice, I think people fuck with that. I really do. I think I've had so many people tell me they might they may not be the most vocal on Twitter, right? They may not be, right. but they have told me, Chris, if you ever bend the knee, I'm out. If you ever bend the knee, I'm no longer supporting. My guy, I know he won't mind me saying it, our guy Cody in the Big Cock Club Discord, he has literally come to me. You ever bend the knee, I'm out. I like you because you don't bend the knee, right? So I will never. The, 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 the day that I bend the knee, I will bend the knee and exit stage right. I'll be done. And I'm not nowhere yeah, near, see, clo- still, nowhere near close like, to why can't Like, why, why do they got to cancel you anyways? Like, you're another Gamecock, and, you know, that you just want to share stuff. And I get that, like you're the media guys and all that kind of stuff. And I, I don't get, it. I don't, I don't get how you can just hate another Gamecock fan and 
try to cancel them out and stuff like that. I, I just don't get it. And you know what, man? You know what's kind of sad about it is that none of it's ever been reciprocated. Nine, nine, I would say I would say 100%. I'm willing to go out there and say 100%. Have I called people slap dicks? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Is, is, is calling people slap dicks somewhat of a shtick? Yes, it is. Like, do, do I really dislike people when I call them, when I say pipe down slap dick? No, I've called myself a slap dick, right? Yeah, yeah. But these people, I've never spoken one word about them specifically, directly, personally to them. Not a single one. And so it, it makes the personal shots even more absurd. Anyways, I, you know, I, I know we're spending a, it's crazy. I mean, I, I say we're spending a lot of time on it, but I yeah, guess no, that's I the beauty. That's the beauty though at TSUS is that like we address everything from on the field to off the field. I mean, it just, I mean, it's, it's just, it's part of it, man. It's part of it. Like I, I don't yeah. want TSUS to turn into Barstool to where, you know, Barstool, a lot of their content is like drama happening within their walls. But it does play well, it right. seems like. I don't know. I mean, I don't necessarily want to do that. But there are things that are happening outside of sports, especially this time of year when there's not quite as much going on. So, now listen, I mean, I, I appreciate that, man. I know that uh, – I know that – I mean, listen, man, we're, we're not going to get canceled. You, you, you can't cancel somebody yeah, that, that, that writes their own checks, that, that, that gets their own money. I don't have an employer. I don't have a boss. Good luck. Who are you going to reach out to? Good luck. Good exactly, luck. Yeah. Best of luck. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know who you're going to go to. Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll have a hard time trying to cancel, you know. I mean, sure, you got that many amount of followers. They're backing you up and all. Yeah, they're, they're going to have a very hard time trying to cancel you out. There's no way. But, Indeed. yeah, that's all I needed, man. I appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate you so much, man. Thanks so much for the call. No problem. Yeah, Bye. take care. Uh, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Again, I I I will I will say this. Gigi Jackson, good kid, and he made a mistake, and he got held accountable for it. And if he's pissy about that, so be it. But it is an opportunity for him to learn, and I think he will do that. I think he and Lamont Paris will sit down, and he will instruct Gigi on why this is not good. And I think it's important for Lamont Paris also to put his foot down. There's a reason I said Lamont Paris ought to chew his ass, and he ought to. He ought to make him run. I, I don't give a damn what you think about Lamont Paris. I, I really don't. Like, Lamont Paris is the head basketball coach. Gigi Jackson, listen, I didn't make Gigi Jackson look bad. Gigi Jackson made South Carolina basketball look bad. He made Lamont Paris look bad, and he made the University of South Carolina look bad. That's the reality of it. You can make me out to be the villain all you want, but that's the reality. And he got held accountable for what he said, which he should. And guess what? It's not a life-defining, game-defining, person-defining thing. He issued his apology, handle it behind closed doors, which is how it should have been handled to begin with, handle it behind closed doors, and just keep it moving. Because he's a great player. And by all accounts, again, he's a good kid. By all counts, he's a great kid, and he shouldn't be, you know, this shouldn't define his career, but it's a learning moment. It's an opportunity to teach. It's an opportunity for him to learn because he's got great things in his future, great things on the horizon. And they will not be so kind about it at the next level. So it's good he learned this lesson now. People shouldn't be defined by one mistake. He should not be defined by this mistake. 
But it's a teaching moment. It's an opportunity to learn. And I think he will do that. Somebody said something about, uh, let's see. Somebody said, it's Frank Martin's tweet about you. What, what did Frank Martin say? <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I have no idea. Dude, Frank Martin's got... Uh, Frank Martin's got TSUS blocked, so I, I don't know what he's got to say. I have no idea. I have no clue. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. Let's see. And I saw Billy say something earlier. I want to acknowledge this. I, I think Billy and I got off on the wrong foot. Billy Thompson. So let's be honest. Sometimes you stir the pot. Examples when Nick Harbour committed and you claimed you called it when an hour before you were saying you were being sarcastic. Well, Billy, let's address that then. I was being sarcastic. I don't know if you were tuned into the live show that day, but I was being sarcastic. Like, I'll tell you this, Billy. Did I think South Carolina had a really good shot to land Nick Harbour? Yes. By all accounts, from everything I had heard, I thought they had a pretty... If I thought they had zero chance, I wouldn't have said that. Or I wouldn't have made that clip if I thought it was 0%. I thought we had a good shot. But did I know anything specifically 110% that, you know, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that Nick Harbour was going to Carolina? No. Do I claim to seriously be like, I'm the number one insider? No. That's not my lane. I'm not an insider guy. I'm not a purse sources guy. I'm an opinion guy. I'm an entertainment guy. That's what I do, right? I don't scour for the inside scoop. I don't run a site in which you pay for a message board to get inside information. And I tell people that join the Big Cock Club, it's, 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 it's you know, I, I, I run upon information just because of what I do and the platform we've built, but I, that's not what I pride myself on. That's not what I pride myself on, right? But so, Billy, that, that whole saga, that whole saga, right, more so people were crediting me, Billy, for calling it. Right? Then I was like proclaiming myself that I called it. I didn't go, oh, I called it. Again, if you go back and watch the show, but Billy, that was a bit of an experiment. That minute long clip or that 30 second clip was an experiment. Because people that reacted crazy to that, people that acted irrationally, it just further proves that people on social media, they don't actually want to know full context. Because if they did, they'd go seek out full context. They'd go to the show and be like, okay, well, that was in that context. That's what he was saying. They'd rather react the way they do. I, just, just call it for what it is. The end consumer needs to shoulder some responsibility. But again, people have already made me out to be the villain anyways. Why not play into it? Why not? Why not, Billy? Why not? That video got like 20,000 views. Why not? <laughs> Screw it. So to your point, do I stir the pot? I am not a shock jock. I am not someone that creates opinions for the sake of for the sake of madness on social media, but I but I know what plays and what doesn't. Put it that way. Anyways, guys, I see Big Wash is getting frustrated or getting, uh, Billy says, after you committed, you tweeted that you called it. That's what I'm saying. Did I, did I say that? I don't know. Anyways, 
I like to have fun with it sometimes, Billy, because I, I it, it entertains me how upset people get. Genuinely, Billy. Billy, if you want to know the honest truth, if you want to know the honest truth, is that me 99% of the time? No. But there are moments where I'm like, it's just wild how upset some people get. It really is. So, you know what? Am I guilty of every now and then poking the bear a little bit, stoking the fire? I mean, you know what, man? It's the nature of the beast. It is what it is. So, I'm not perfect. I'm not going to claim to be perfect. I'm, I'm not, you know. I act as I feel in that moment and uh, within reason, obviously. And, and, you know, that's that. So, but Billy, I, I will, I will tell you right now. I, no, I'm, I'm not the number one Gamecock insider. I, I'm not. I, and I don't, I don't need to be. I don't pride myself on that. I, I don't like, I don't need to be, you know, again, that's not even my lane. Guys like JC Sherbert and those at Gamecock Central and others, they do a fantastic job on three, do a fantastic job. All right. They're the insiders. I make light of kind of jokes about the insider per sources, all that, that whole world, if you will. So anyways, um, yes, big wash. I understand. They understand. I understand. I understand. Big wash. Uh, what do y'all want to talk about? Change the subject. Let's go. Let's go. Anyways, anyways, I, I, I just, you know, to, to recap though, what I said about GG Jackson, good kid, great game, got a bright future. He made a mistake. He's being held accountable for it. He apologized. We all move on. And hopefully, and I think he will obviously learn from it. And that's it. And I think it's a, I think it's sort of a done thing. Um, you know, I, I mean, it's I just don't go on Instagram live moments after a brutal loss. Like, I, I think that's the, you know, that's the thing. Uh, anyways, guys, hey, podcast. Big Wash says it's time to move on. I agree. Big Wash. Podcast dropped this morning. Episode 757, full breakdown of the basketball game, of Maz Bennett committing to the Gamecocks. Also, we continue our position unit preview series of the Yardcocks heading the 2023 season. Guys, we're just 11 days away. Get this. This time next week, this time next week, it'll be opening day week. How about that? How about that? It'll be opening day week. Can't wait for it. Gamecocks to take on UMass Lowell on a three-game set. Um, really, really excited for that. What else? What else? Yeah, we break down the Gamecocks third baseman, though, on the podcast today. Bruin Nation bringing up more good news. Spy Balloon Gate, three players arrested. You know, Bruin Nation, I, I didn't touch on the guys getting suspended for a reason just because I didn't want to go into too much detail until everything drops. You know, I think obviously what we shouldn't do is – and only rival fans are doing this, obviously, but, like, you don't just cast judgment on the entire program because these three guys made a mistake, you know? I, I don't think it's I don't think it's an indictment on the culture that Shane Beamer has built and is building. I don't think it's an indictment on, um, you know, what South Carolina's got, got cooking right now. I don't think it's an indictment on any of that. It's not an indictment on Shane Beamer. Three guys made a mistake, and it's unfortunate. And, you know, you think about just what they're throwing away. I mean, I, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen if, if two of the three will be okay. I mean, again, it's all speculation, but, you know, I feel for them. I, I, I feel for them because they're kids that made a mistake, and they lack perspective, and they lack what they have to lose, and they lack perspective on how great – of an opportunity they have. Truly, truly, 
But again, I, I just don't think, and I see Billy, it's weird because Beamer's always saying he has great people in the facility and then this app. But see, like, I, I don't blame. There's only so much they can do. There's only so much they can do, man. They, they can't be with them 24-7, you know. They, they, they can't hold their hand. At some point, these guys have to make their own decisions. Hey, th- th- here's the thing. Going into year three, it's the first time anything like this has ever happened with Shane Beamer and his team. So, it's unfortunate. It is what it is. It's, it's you know, guys make mistakes. Guys make mistakes. So, <clears throat> let's see. Andrew Murphy, who hits leadoff for opening day. I'm hearing Carson Hornung might be your leadoff guy. That's the the word on the street. He says, also, who do you think will be the Andy Peters type guy out of the pen who surprises a lot of people? I think Ricky Williams has a chance to be a big-time guy for you out of the bullpen. Um, you know, I think that uh, maybe Eli Jerzenbeck on the weekends. I know he's going to be a midweek starter, but I think on the weekends could come out of the pen for you. I think uh, Nick Proctor, the Cal transfer, right? Ricky Williams is a Clem Sucks transfer. Nick Proctor, the Cal transfer. I think he's going to pitch a lot for you. Might even be your closer. Uh, Matthew Becker is going to continue to come out of the pen for you. Jackson Phipps out the pen. You know, James Hicks could be a pin guy, obviously, because there's only four starting spots right now. Where does Eli Jones fall? Jack, you know, they, they've still got to figure out that number three starting spot. So, you know, it's I, I know I just gave you a lot of names, Andrew, but it's because we don't really know right now. Uh, I would say Ricky Williams, though, is going to be a big-time pin guy. I do. I think that uh, Ricky Williams will be a big-time pin guy. Absolutely. So, anyways, guys, eight four three seven nine zero. 3377. That's 8437903377. Lynn Turner says we shouldn't jump to judgment on the three guys. Um, so yeah, I mean, I you, let, let's let's wait and see what happens, if you will. Let's wait and see what happens. It's just an unfortunate situation. It's an unfortunate, unfortunate situation. Uh David Witt says this guy conducting this show is if that's what you want to call it, needs to learn how to speak like an adult. Foul language does build ratings or make you, or maybe saying does not. Build ratings or make you look big and bad. It makes you look like an idiot or a child. Thank you, David Witt, so much for the feedback. I genuinely appreciate it. Coach Ford says, is Gigi a starter, much less a star at UNC, Kansas, Duke, Gonzaga? I do not see him being a standout on otherwise pedestrian roster. So basically, Coach Ford, you're saying Gigi Jackson's not as good as advertised. I mean, dude, I think when you look, Coach Ford, at the talent, the team around him, and the numbers he's still putting up, I think Coach Ford that I think Gigi's pretty good. I mean, it's it's hard to say, you know, is he living up to the hype, if you will? But you know, I I I I don't know, man. I I, I think Gigi Jackson is uh, I think he's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, his numbers sure do look good. I, I don't know how he do. I mean, here's the thing, Coach Ford. How would he do on a team that has better supporting cast? He might do even better. So. Coach Ford says he was not the go-to guy in the crunch time facts. Well, I, I'll say this, uh, Coach Ford. I think we all agree that Josh Gray shouldn't have been the go-to guy in crunch time. So. Yeah, the spy balloon getting shot getting shot down in Myrtle Beach. What a time. What a, what a weird, what a weird, like, story or what a weird thing that happened. Just weird, man. Just absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. Mm-mm-mm. 
Yeah, guys, I mean, listen, I'll, I'll say this. Lamont Paris absolutely should have time. Lamont Paris should have time to build this basketball team. It's year one. Uh, I just saw a comment. I mean, I, I think that it should go without saying, but unfortunately for some people, it doesn't. Um, I think he should absolutely have time to build out his roster. He absolutely should. Absolutely should. So. Let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Again, guys, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. That is eight four three seven nine zero three three seven. Truly appreciate y'all tuning in. Thank y'all so much for the continued love and support. We're running a poll right now, by the way, on our Twitter page. How will the Yardcocks fare this season? Regionals, Super Regionals, College World Series, or National Champions. Right now, leading the vote, 36.9% say Regionals. 36% say Super Regionals. 15.1% say National Champions. And 12% say College World Series. So, there you go. Also, guys, let me say thank you to you all for, again, the continued love and support. We set a record in January, for podcast downloads, our biggest January ever, our biggest January ever, 46,863 downloads throughout the month of January. And that's also, by the way, that's also scaling back from our Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule to Monday, Thursday. So, man, thank you all so much for the continued love and support. Those that, uh, those that tune in to the show every single day, whether it be TDC, the podcast version of TDC, the actual podcast itself. Cannot say thank y'all enough. Ruin Nation said, any, any news on this new NIL deal about to drop? What NIL deal, my guy? What NIL deal? Bryce, what's up, man? Spur your enthusiasm. What a legend. Yeah, check him out on Instagram. Spur your enthusiasm. Uh, Let's see. Madison, thank you so much. Yeah, again, I appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all for tuning into the show day after day after day. We have a blast. Guys, that being said, hey, we've hit 1245. Let's jump into our first break of the day. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you, more of your questions, your comments, your calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. How about it? With Alabama's latest decommitment, the Gamecocks slide up to top Five nationally in recruiting for the 2024 class. Incredible. Now, it's still early. Still early, of course, but to see the Gamecocks. Let's see. Uh, Let's go to 2024. This will be a great, this will be a great screenshot to throw out. Mm. 2024 team rankings. Look at that. Look at that. that. I mean, it's beautiful, dude. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Wow. Isn't that something? Just tweeted out the screenshot. Gamecock sit in the top five in recruiting. Gamecocks sit in the top five in recruiting. Unreal. Absolutely incredible. Mm -mm -mm. Can you throw it up on the screen? Yeah, we can. Yeah, 
Y'all want to see it? Yeah, here we go. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Can y'all see it? Oh, here we go. Yeah, now you can see it. So there you go. South Carolina is fifth, fifth in the country right now in the 2024 recruiting class. Of course, Georgia number one, as you see, but apparently Bama just had a decommitment. They slid down to ninth. But the Gamecocks are fifth. I mean, again, it's still really, really early. I mean, most schools, as you see, have around five, six, seven. There's old Clem sucks at 13th. Have five, six, seven commits. Tennessee's got three. You know, a lot of schools just have three. So, long way to go. And in the SEC, South Carolina sits third. So, again, there's a long, long way to go. Long way to go. But uh, feels good to see it. Feels good to see it. I mean, my goodness. Just the fact that we're there right now, right? That we have the caliber of player committed to put us there at any point is a uh, is a really, really, really cool thing. Austin Gregory says we're the highest rated class of the number of recruits that we have. Yeah. I mean, you're five for five right on four stars. So really, really cool stuff. You love to see that. Um, yeah. So exciting times in Columbia, South Carolina. Again, guys, phone lines are open. 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. Would love to hear from you all here on this Monday. An exciting week. An exciting week, no doubt. An exciting week, no doubt. Very, very pumped for everything going on. Gamecocks basketball return to action tomorrow night. Men's team, I should say. They will return to action tomorrow night. Taking on the Missouri Tigers a 9 o'clock Tuesday night tip-off. Why so late? I don't know. Either way, though, um, Gavin, do you know of any five stars on our radar for the class of 24? Right now, I, I'm trying to think. I I don't think so. I don't know. I, I have not done a lot of digging. I'll be totally honest with you, Gavin. I, I I haven't done a whole lot of my research on the on the 24 class or what have you. So just be totally transparent with you. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Bryce are the 24 class, you know, the 23 class, the way it finished up and where you finished ranked 16th, right? I think still 7th in the SEC. That was a solid class. I, I definitely think 24 has the opportunity to be even better than that. I, I really do. I really do. So, <clears throat> I really, really do. Dude, we, we just own the DMV at this point. South Carolina owns the DMV at this point. Gad says, the edge guy that's fifth overall from D.C. Can't remember his name. Uh, let's see. Where would it be? Where would it be? Oh, player rankings. Here we go. Um, are you talking about... I don't see him ranked fifth. I don't know, my guy. I don't, I don't, I don't see. Let's see if I can sort by position. He's an edge. Is that right? Is that right? Dylan Stewart. No, well, he's a four-star. Dylan Stewart. Does Desmond Umiozulu have a brother? There's no way this isn't his brother, right? Or cousin or something. Zena Umiozulu out of Allen, Texas. That's another guy, another edge player. That's got it. They got to be related, right? Is it Dylan Stewart? Okay. 
Well, he's a four-star on 24-7. So, it is Dylan Stewart. Okay. All right. Well, I, I thought it was a five-star. Yeah, Dylan Stewart, the fourth-ranked edge, a point nine seven nine eight on the composite. I don't know how. I don't know how he's not a five-star. I, I really don't. Number one ranked player in his area, fourth ranked edge, 35th ranked nationally ranked player. So, yeah, the recruiting momentum continues. The recruiting momentum continues. Guys, really excited, by the way, um, for opening day, baseball season, just around the corner, guys. Of course, in today's show, we talk third baseman, the hot corner. Now, a, a lot like second base, a lot like really all the positions in the infield or most of them, what's interesting <clears throat> What's interesting is when you look at key losses for third base, you didn't lose anybody, right? Kevin Madden's back. However, Kevin Madden is not your projected opening day third baseman. Michael Braswell is, right? We talked shortstops late last week, and now where's Brazzy going to go? Um, I think it is going to be Braswell at the hot corner to start the year, but there's a lot of competition at this position. And again, it goes back to what Mark Kingston said a couple weeks ago, that guys that were that were no doubt starters last year, they're having to fight for jobs, which is a good thing, which is a really, really good thing. You've got Michael Braswell, Kevin Madden, and Ethan Petrie, right? A, a freshman with tons of upside. They love this kid, D1Baseball.com, ranted and raved over him when they saw him in the fall. Here's what has to happen, though. We all recall, those of us who follow Gamecocks baseball closely, we all recall the 2021 season and the way that the third base position was just completely mismanaged. You had Brennan Malone, you had Jeff Heinrich, and you had Michael, whatever his name was. I forget his last name. Either way, you had a trio of third basemen. And South Carolina, Mark Kingston, they were never able to settle on a guy. They kept shuffling guys in and out. Hey, let's see if he can get hot. Nope, had a bad weekend. Let's see if he can get hot. Nope, had a bad midweek. Let's see if he can get hot. Nope, he had a bad weekend. And it was just this revolving door at third base. And what happened? All three of them transferred. And all three of them went on to have pretty successful careers, especially Brennan Malone, a guy that we were extremely high on that went to Oregon, was all everything, got drafted, lived up to his hype and potential because he was actually given an opportunity to be an everyday guy. Out of the trio of Braswell, Madden, and Petrie, I'm not saying stick with a guy if he's struggling the entire year. I'm not saying don't give other guys opportunities. But, hey, some guys start the season slow. Some guys get hot, then get cold, then get hot. Right? It's no platooning. That, that, that will spell success for the group. No platooning. Find your guy. Stick with him. Give him an opportunity to get in his groove. Give him an opportunity to succeed. Figure out who that guy is. I think it's Michael Braswell, unless Kevin Madden makes a huge jump from last year and he gets back closer to the form we saw him in Blacksburg when he hit over 330 for the Hokies. Unless he gets back to that, I think Michael Braswell's your guy. Again, hit 284 as a freshman. I know he struggled in SEC play, but he was a spark plug for your ball club. I think the defense is good enough there. I think he'll be able to make the transition from shortstop to third base. And again, Mark Kingston's talked about guys that are going from freshman to sophomore campaigns that are going to make big jumps. I think Michael Braswell could also be one of those guys. I think he could be a 280 hitter yet again, a 290 hitter, 300 hitter, what have you. 
And, um, you know, I, I think he can improve in SEC play as well. Got to cut down the strikeouts, but I think Michael Braswell, I think he will be your opening day third baseman, and I think most likely will be your third baseman throughout the season. So I just want to see Mark Kingston and his coaching staff find your guy and stick with him. At least give him an opportunity to be successful before you pull the plug out from under him, right? Before you pull the rug out from under him and you're left shuffling third baseman and nobody gets into a groove. So you got capable guys at third base. Again, there's a reason I graded it a B plus. I think you've got fantastic depth. I think Ethan Petrie's a guy. I mean, listen, out of the freshmen, Petrie and Tippett, it's going to be hard to keep them two freshmen out in the lineup. It's going to be very, very difficult. So you've got some good depth. You've got quality depth. Um, but I, I just think you need to find that guy, man, because you saw it in 2021. It was a mess. I mean, it was just a flat-out mess. It was a flat-out mess, the way they shuffled guys in and out. Leonard, I appreciate you tuning in. Lance, what's up, my guy? What's up, killer? What's up, killer? What's going on? What's going on? Leonard said, baseball over under 30 wins. My God, my friend. We better be over 30. My, my goodness, we better be over 30. Let's jump to the phone lines here. All from Robbie Davis, Zaxby's Hall of Famer. To accept. Robbie Davis, what's up, my friend? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. As usual, just sitting here eating my lunch. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing fantastic, my friend. I appreciate you asking. What's going on? Uh, I got th- three things, and then I'll get out of here, okay? One, I think the I think the men played good against Arkansas. It was just at the end of at the end of it, we just couldn't get it done. And kudos to Don Staley and the girls traveling to uh, Connecticut and taking care of business. And I think that, I, and, I, and this is the last basketball thing that I'm going to ask you something because I'm, and I mean, I, I mean, I know about baseball. I'm just curious about something. Just hold, just bear with me, okay? I'm bearing I with you. I have been saying for, I've been saying for 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 weeks, maybe even months now, that Josh Gray needs to be starting. And I think, and I have nothing against Hayden Brown, but I think somebody needs to be starting over Hayden Brown because whenever I was watching that game the other day, he missed some wide open layups that I could have made very easily. We should have had you in the game, Robbie. You made them lay up. Uh, yeah, most likely, yes. Because I, 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 even though I, driving into the basket was not my strong suit, I would at least try my damnedest to make a layup. Mm-hmm. And last thing, and then, and I, and and like I said, I love, like I've told you before, and I told you this last year. I love watching baseball. I know the rules about baseball, but can you explain to me mm-hmm. why third base is called the hot corner? It is called the hot corner, Robbie, or, you know, one of the reasons it's called the hot corner is because you think about it. Guys, normally right-handed hitters, pull hitters, being a pull hitter is a natural thing, and a lot of balls get mm-hmm. shot down that way at very high speeds coming okay. off the bat, right? Okay, so, that makes a lot of sense. Right, so that's why they call it the hot corner, right? Because you you better be you better keep your head on a swivel because guys will, you know, pepper okay. them down there, right? So that that is why it is referred to as the hot if they corner. Get a, if they get a hold of one and it's a line drive, you need to be ready to catch it or make sure it doesn't hit you in the face. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, I was I now and and I was and that that that's basically it. And and as always, let Beamer cook, man. Beamer is freaking in the kitchen with the ingredients. Let the man cook. Are, is there going to be times where Beamer doesn't get the right kind of guys? Yeah. But at the end of the day, he's he's doing the best that he can do, mm-hmm. right? And I, I think going into year three, I could see us going eight and four again. But I'd have to. I could see us going eight and four again, but I'd have to look at the schedule because I'm not a hundred percent sold on that quite yet. But I could see us going eight and four again, which I think would still be a success. I, I think again, it's it's about uh, yeah, it's about you know. I, I thought JD Pacquiao put it beautifully. It's it's about establishing a new floor at the University of South Carolina. It's, it's about yeah. establishing. Eight and four as the floor, which would be, dude, there ain't a Gamecock fan on this planet that would not be happy if Carolina football went eight and four or better every year. I mean, that, that's oh, I would eight and later. four. Eight and four is fun football. It, it is. You're, you're, you are, you are winning at a significant enough clip where you're having a lot of fun. Now, if you're Georgia, eight and four doesn't feel that way. But for the University of South Carolina, if, yeah. you, if you keep things in perspective, eight and four is a great year. Now, eight and four will become, right? We'll get tired of eight and four. But if you can establish that as your floor, yeah. that's a great place to be. I mean, that's a great place to be. Mm-hmm. And if you, and, and also, I, I believe if you're having three, four, five years of where you're going eight and four, that helps with recruiting because you're winning a lot of games on a regular basis. And then if you, if you do that, and then you get the right guys. Eight and four is going to be an afterthought because we, we probably we probably could wind up going nine and three, or even some, even like some people have said, ten and two, or or what have you. You don't you just don't ever know going into a football season. Never know. You never know, my friend. You, you truly never know. So, uh, I mean, the, I think the biggest thing in year three again is more so, and I and it's not even. It, just looking at it realistically, it's for me in year three, it's just about avoiding the letdown, right? It's about avoiding the letdown right. and, and not yeah. being what Arkansas was last year. You know, they, they had all these crazy high expectations and they were riding cloud nine when they beat us and and, and Sam Pittman was the hot and then the hot coach and, they, they, and then they finished six and six. And it's just like, you just don't yeah. want to regress and go back to that, right? So eight and four or better, I think that's right. the goal in year three. I, I do believe that that is the – the benchmark, if you will. And like I said, I, I, I could, I could, I can live with an eight and four, a consistent eight and four with the way Beamer is recruiting right now. Mm-hmm. I could, I'm, I'm one of them that I, yeah, I could live with that for sure. Yeah. And again, like you said, if eight and four is the new floor, that will change recruiting. You're absolutely right. Because then top players like Nicholas Harbor and top prospects yeah. all of a sudden look at Carolina like, man, they ain't that far off. I could be the one guy that changes everything. You know what I'm saying? Versus right. when you're going six and six, it's like, man, they're, they're ways away. You know, they need, they need, they need a lot more right. than just me. 
So it that on-field progress shows these guys that, again, things are moving the right direction. We're just a couple pieces away. You can be that missing link. You can be that missing piece. And you can lead us to do things. And, that you, and you could also go down in history. And I'm just speaking hypothetically here. Don't, don't, don't. And I'd be like, you could possibly be on the team that winds up winning its first conference title ever. If we get those caliber, the caliber of players that we're talking about here, right? You players could, Beamer could be like, you could be on this team and make history and be a part of Gamecock football history for the rest of your natural life. So you would be known as a player that was on the team that won their first conference title. Indeed. That is a fact. Ever. That is a fact. So, but that's all I got. Let me go ahead and eat my lunch before it gets cold. <laughs> What's for lunch today, Robbie? I It's actually something that I made. I made walkie tacos a couple of days ago. What kind of tacos? Walking tacos. That's what. It, that's what. I, that's what it's called. What, what, it, what is that? What? What is that? What is a walking taco? Well, the way you're supposed to eat it, I'm not eating it this way. But the way you're supposed to eat it, you put it in a small Dorito bag after you crush the chips, and then you add meat with taco seasoning in it, and then cheese, salsa, anything that would go on a taco in the Dorito bag, and then you walk while eating. Personally, I don't like using the small bag because whenever you put the hot meat in the bag, it'll burn your hand mm. like a, like a thumb gun. Okay, so I'm eating it in a bowl right now. <laughs> mm. Okay, well I was gonna say it, it, it sounds is it is it tasty? <laughs> oh oh yeah. Do, do you have a good do you have a good functioning commode at your establishment? Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I, I, I think say, your yeah. toilet if is I the ever, one. If I ever make this for you, if I ever make this for anybody, I'm like, you better make sure you got your, a I think your toilet. I think your toilet's going to pay the price, my friend. So, which is fine. <laughs> no, but it, it it is good. It is good. It's very good. Love that. Well, you go enjoy it, Robbie. I appreciate you calling in, man. It's it's always a pleasure to chat yeah. with you. I'm uh, and not this yeah. Friday, but next Friday is opening day, right? That that's a fact. Yes, eleven days, Robbie. Eleven okay. days. Eleven days. Gotcha. Okie dokie. Uh, have a great rest of your uh, day and have a great week. Go Gamecocks and to hell with Clemson, Dabo. You need to do something about your fans, man. They're getting they got spoiled with the with the national titles, man. You need to show them that, that 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 they need to just calm down a little bit. Indeed, yeah. And by the way, <clears throat> if I need a if I need like I always say, if I need a lawyer, I'm finding somebody from Carolina. If I need food to be grown, I'm getting somebody from Clemson. Okay, go cop. The heck with Clemson. Have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good, Robbie. You're the man. Thank you, buddy. Take care, everyone. Yep. Cheers. Great stuff from Robbie Davis. Walking tacos. I've never heard of such a thing. And it, I, I don't know. Um, I saw Bruin Nation say that we missed the big news over the weekend. What was the big news? What was the big news? I, I, did I miss something? 
what, what, what was the big news, my guy? What did, what did, uh, let's see. You forgot to tell the biggest news of the weekend. What was it? What was it? Yes, Lance, we do need a post-spring portal edge. We need also probably a running back. A running back would be beneficial. Uh, Austin Gregory, to your point, yes, the Missouri game. I, I I will say, I think it was you that made the point that it's becoming what Spur, what Kentucky was for Spurrier. I get the point you're trying to make, but that was a guaranteed win most of the time. 2010, I know that happened. And then he lost to them in uh, 2014. But for most of the time, we we handled. Losing to Kentucky was more of a must-champ thing, to be honest with you. Uh, we handled Kentucky. Most of the time. We handled them, right? We handled them. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, but yes, I, I I will say the Mizzou game. I mean, there's a reason I labeled it the biggest game of the year last year. I mean, if South Carolina is going to go from 8-4 and four to 10-2, and two, they got to beat Missouri. I mean, it's just flat out they got to beat Missouri. They got to beat Missouri. So, Bryce Gardner says, Mario, we got RB1. Well, I, I would like another running back, Bryce, just for depth, for for, for competition, you know, I, I like what Mario Anderson brings from Newberry, but I don't think it hurt to bring a guy in that, you know, has 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 done it at this level. Um, I don't think that would hurt. I don't think that would hurt. That's all I'm saying. I don't think that would hurt. So, anyways, guys, we're going to jump into another break. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you more, your questions, your comments, your calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls. 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. Here on this Monday, February the 6th, 2023. Appreciate you all tuning in. Again, maybe the biggest news of the day. You know, we've been talking baseball, basketball, football. Maybe the biggest news of the day. You know what? I've, I've had a change of heart. Again, Carolina Slapdick community. You're free. I realize now that my frustrations with the Bird app were that I was seeking peace in a place that is nothing short of a cultivator for madness. So I've just now found it's easier to just accept that and just to be the villain on said app, if that's how some how those want to label me. And who am I? You know, it, it, it's more frustrating and difficult to try to slow down the madness than to just open the floodgates. So the floodgates are open in case you see people getting unblocked that were blocked. You know what? I've just completely accepted at this point to hell with it. Do your worst. Do your worst. I, I, I totally encourage it. Do your worst. So anyways, uh, Brandon Ward, anybody got baseball tickets they want to partner with? Um, I do not. <laughs> I do not. I do not. Um, yeah. Opening day next week, though. I, I will pro I don't know when I'll go down. I don't know when I'll go down for a game. I, I don't know yet. I, uh, you know, like I told you guys Friday, I'm going to pick and choose my spots. I'm going to pick and choose my spots of, of when I go to games or, or what games, again, I do go to. You know, what's, I don't know, what's, we, we, you know, there's a couple of road series I'd really like to go to. Those, those, those two road series at Arkansas and Mississippi State, I probably won't go to both, but maybe I will, though. Maybe I will. I don't know. Uh, but I would like to travel to those. There's a two ballparks, and we don't get to play at a ton. Um, oh, yes, Fan Fest, by the way. 
Fan Fest is uh, on Saturday, right? Fan Fest. So, Lynn Turner. No, I, I listen, Lynn, I, I don't believe I'm the villain either, but there's some that wish to label me as such, and that's totally fine. That's totally – I mean, here's the thing. People love a good villain. People love a good villain. So, I think what, what's just interesting, Lynn, is, is throughout the history of the business, I, I'm, and I think this is a blessing, I'm just someone that people don't feel indifferent about. They either love me or they hate me. There, there's no, there's no like, yeah, he's all right. There are very few of those people, which is fine. I, I'm just saying that I fully embrace that, that to some people I'm that, to some people I'm this. It really doesn't matter at the end of the day, you know? But if I want to seek peace, again, Twitter's an incubator of madness. If I want to seek peace on Twitter, I should just get off Twitter. You know, I should just get off of Twitter because Twitter's not that. And, and I've, so again, it's, it's almost been more frustrating. You know what? At this point, dude, flood my mentions. Do it. Do, do what you, do your worst because they do it anyways. So here's the other way of looking at it too. I'm like, dude, if people are going to do it anyways, I might as well just open the floodgates. I might as well at least get the engagement out of it. I might as well. Like, why not? Because Twitter, all that really matters is that you stay relevant. That's it. That's all that matters. My family is not on Twitter. My girl's not on Twitter. People that I rock with and love and care about, and I'm not saying this, I love and care about you all, but I'm saying like my close circle, they're not on Twitter. They're not consuming any of this. So why do I care? It's me and a bunch of strangers. Like, why do I give a shit? I've been looking at it the complete wrong way, to be honest with you. So I'm like, at this point, hey, open the floodgates. Why not? Do your worst. Do your absolute worst. Because I'll be honest, I don't know what else they could say. I don't know what else they could say about me. I mean, what else? I I genuinely don't know at this point. But again, the focus should be on you guys. I appreciate y'all so much. And I'll tell you this, guys. I think when people create an entity... There's this misconception. Like, dude, you don't need 34,000 followers. You don't need 34,000. Right? And I've seen people, too, that, like, they, they make light of how many people tune into this show or you're only getting 1,000 views every live stream. You only have this many on your live. That's where you have it twisted. That, that, that's where you're confused. Here's what you need. Let me tell you this. You don't need 34,000 followers. You don't need 27,000 on Instagram. You don't need you don't need 100,000. You know what you need? And this is this is what I've prided myself on or I've taken pride in since the beginning is that my people rock with me. Like they really have my back. You need 1,000 people like that. You get 1,000 people like that, you're golden. You're golden. You get 1,000 people. You don't even need that many. You get 500 people that really believe in you, like genuinely rock with you. I don't need all the Gamecock Nation to like me. I, I don't. I mean, guys, there's some folks out there in Gamecock Nation, I'm thrilled they don't like me. Because if they did, it would speak more on me than it does on them. I'm thrilled they don't like me. But you don't need, you don't need all the whole, you don't need the whole fan base to like you. You, you don't need that. That's where people get it twisted. You don't need that. You need your people to rock with you heavily. I'd rather have a thousand. 
I'd rather have 500 diehard fans than 35,000 who just casually whatever. Because people who just casually rock with you, they're not going to support you when it gets tough. They're not going to have your back. They're not going to make sure that you can financially do it and make a living out of it. So the people that tune into this show, that tune into the podcast, that are actually consuming the content, right? A lot of you all out there, yeah, Bryce, you've seen that video. You don't need an army. You just need three bad SOBs around you. That's all you need. You don't need an army. You need three bad SOBs, right? That was, uh, what's that guy's name? Went on, J- Joey, Joey Diaz, right? And that Joey Diaz went on Joe Rogan said that, I think, or went on his show and said that. So that's the people that matter, man, the Daily Crow. And out of the Daily Crow birthed the Big Cock Club, right? And that's what it's about. So it's about the Daily Crow, the people that the people that actually matter, those that tune in, those that show love, those that show support, those that buy merchandise. And guys, like I've told you, we're on the verge, probably by end of this week. I, I don't know. I'm not even going to put a timeline on it because I don't exactly know. I don't exactly know. When this will occur, it should be pretty soon, though. Guys, we are on the verge of the most, like, uh, uh, this is not just a a nice-to-have, a cool thing. We are on the verge of a life-changing, business-changing type of move. (laughs) I can assure you. And that's all I'm going to say on it. And when it happens, you'll agree with me. And you'll say, holy shoot. Got to keep it censored for my guy that uh, got upset with the cursing. I apologize. Holy shoot is what you will say. It's going to be fun to share that great news with you all. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, new AP poll is out for women's basketball. South Carolina, number one. Duh. Indiana, two. LSU, three. Indiana jumps LSU. So it looks like it's going to be a one verse three. It is going to be a one verse three matchup at the CLA this coming Sunday. Love to see it. Very good. That'll be a lot of fun. Again, we're giving away a pair of tickets to that game on Wednesday. Very excited to do so. So hold on. Are these... So only two SEC teams are ranked, and it's number one, South Carolina, and number three, LSU. (laughs) Love that. Love that. Absolutely love that. Yeah, we're giving away a pair, Austin. Now, granted, they're general admission, but I mean, like you're saying, the tickets are insane, and I'm giving away a free pair of tickets. So uh, it's on Instagram. We just reposted it to our story. You guys are more than welcome to check it out. And uh, yeah. One verse three. Going to be a huge game. Going to be a huge game. By the way, uh, somebody was asking about Fan Fest. Yes, baseball is having uh, Fan Fest this Saturday. I don't exactly know the time. I'm sure it's on the website here. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Baseball here. (laughs) I'm not seeing it. What is this? Let's see. 
anyways, I, it's this Saturday, I think like 1.30 or something like that. Don't don't hold me to that time, but it's they're going to do Fan Fest and scrimmage and all that good stuff. So 1.30. Okay, John Edward, 1.30. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Austin Gregory says, LSU's been playing very questionable lately. I increasingly feel better about our chances as they confuse playing they confuse playing close games leading up to a matchup. I mean, I mean, I, of course, I'm picking South Carolina. Who wouldn't pick South Carolina? Again, as we talked about, we talked about with Robbie at, at this point. You're just trying to make a point if you're picking against the Gamecocks. Um, hold on one second. Let's see. Sorry, guys. This has to do with the big news that will be coming uh, sometime this week. I, I don't know if my voice or my – excuse me, my, my face says it, but, uh, yeah. So, anyways, whew, all right, let's lock back in. Um, here we go. Yeah, gate's open at one. Get out there. Ole Miss should be ranked, probably Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee's 9-1 in the conference. They're not ranked, but they have eight losses. So, Ole Miss 8-3, and three, they have five losses. Yeah. Whatever. Nobody's beating us, so who gives a damn? <laughs> like, nobody's beating us, so who really cares? Uh, yeah. Nah, Ruin Nation, not yet. Not yet. I'm gonna I'm wait. I'm gonna wait until because listen, let me let me put it to you this way, Bruin Nation. I'm not gonna tell you what it is until it's official. I, I'm not gonna tell you, and I and I haven't even told the big cock club. Have not even told the big cock club because it's something I want to wait until it's officially official. Let me just say this. Y'all, once it's official, y'all will know first. Y'all will know first. And it's something that it's not going to change the business. It's not going to change content, but you're going to notice it. I don't know if that's going to make any sense, but um, creative control is still all the same. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the same dude. I, I mean, I'm, I'm giddy about it. I, I, I mean, I can't wait. I can't wait to, uh, to tell you all. And uh, Brian Lattimore says, T-Sus bus. Let me put it to you this way, Brian. This is the type of deal that is going to allow us or is going to make the T Sus bus a reality if 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 I so choose to do that. It's it's going to make that a feasible thing. Uh Dave, I actually was not at the scrimmage yesterday. Uh my good buddy Trip, shout out to Trip Roche, Gamecox District. Go follow him. Cox District on Twitter, whatever. Um he uh he sent me that video over. So he was there. I was not there. I will say, though, my good friend Skyland Davis, I don't know. I don't know if he was there or not, but he told me apparently that Eli Jones and, uh, yeah, so I guess they're both Eli. Eli Jones and Eli Jerzenbeck are battling for the Sunday spot. Jack Mahoney is the fourth guy right now. So sounds like Hornung's going to lead off. 
And apparently, Jerzenbeck has been really, really good. Real, I mean, for him to be competing to win the job, he's been filthy. So. Let's see. What else did he say? It's between Braswell and Madden. For the odd man out, going to be hard to keep Petrie and Tippett off the field. Let's see. <clears throat> Brennan M. Yeah, second guy will be Hall. Yeah, it's uh, Will Sanders, Noah Hall, and then the third spot's kind of open right now. It is. Uh, and again, that's that's from Skyland. So, yeah, it sounded like apparently that Jerzenbeck or Eli Jones are fighting for the third spot. Jack, I mean, Jack Mahoney's fighting for it too. They got a couple guys. But again, it's a good thing. You have depth. I mean, dude, if, if Jack Mahoney, let me put it to you this way. <clears throat> Jack Mahoney pitching on Tuesday nights would be unfair. <laughs> like, it would be, it would be unfair for the teams we play, which after last year, though, after last year, and after last year, and just what what took place with us losing in the midweeks, maybe we need a Jack Mahoney throwing for us. Like we we need to we need to take no risks. We need to be sure. We need to be sure, right? Um, yeah. So. I will say this on a side note. I see some comments about the T-Sus bus and how big's a T-Sus bus and all this. I will say, if, if, big if, if, if the T-Sus bus becomes a thing, the question then becomes who gets on the T-Sus bus? Who's a, who, who, because I don't think it's something where it's just going to be open door. I, I think we're going to have to limit the T-Sus bus to big cock club members only. That's if this bus happens. That's even if the bus happens. I'm just thinking hypothetically. Like, this has got to be like a private event type of deal. It has to be. It has to be, man. It has to be. It has to be. Because you probably can't get more than 15 people on a bus, right? Comfortably. I don't know. That, that's worth talking hypotheticals. I, we'll, we'll figure all that out as we go. Uh, Brandon M. says, the Citadel slap dicks deserve the Mahoney. <laughs> they do. They need it. And that's the funny thing is that the Citadel slap dicks are truly the OG slap dicks. That was the birth of slap dick. Uh, Austin Gregory. I just posted a link. If you want to join the big cock club, I mean, the big selling point of the big cock club is the discord. And I will say this, we are extremely active in the discord. And you can ask if you guys, if the big cock club, if my big cock club guys want to comment, uh, they can attest, I post a lot of stuff in the Discord that uh, I do not throw out there publicly. Like, I'm talking about conversations I have with certain Gamecock personalities, uh, coaches, what have you. Um, there's a lot of, you know, I, I'm not sitting here saying it's an insider thing, per sources thing, but we do post a lot. Chase Floyd, shut your damn mouth. You You know better. Chase Floyd knows better. This is like the one thing. This thing I'm not telling you is the one thing that I, I have not told the Discord. But uh, we have a good time, man. We have a good time in the Discord. It's a blast. Um, so, you know, again, I, I, I will tell you all this. I, I don't, 
contrary to the Nicholas Harbor video, I, I don't claim to be the number one insider. I don't claim to have all the scoop. But anytime I do get scoop or anytime I'm hearing something, that's where it goes. That's where it goes, right? So I do my best to keep keep the big cock club informed on just what's going on. Because, again, of course, there's a lot of things that happen or a lot of things that I hear that I'm not going to go to social media, whether it's something that we don't know if it's 100% true yet or if it's something that just doesn't really play on social media yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just some things that, yeah, so... Anyways, <laughs> it's a good time though. It's it's a really good time. Nine ninety nine a month. We have a good time. We have a really really good time. So we have a really really good time. If you don't listen, if you don't join, I'll say this. Greg Benjamin says BCC is fun only for the best fans at TSUS. Hey, listen, if you don't join, it's no big. I I I simply presented the Big Cock Club because I felt like because I felt like you know what, we have this group of folks that want to support TSUS in a different way. And so, therefore, the Big Cock Club has created a premium community for fans of the Spurs Up show. And I'm, and I'm so glad we have it. I, I, like, I, dude, I, I, the Big Cock Club is such an integral part of, of my day-to-day operation and how I, what I do and how I operate. And so again, guys, I, I can't say thank you enough. I, I really can't. Those in the big cock club, all those that support, man, I, I truly appreciate each and every single one of you. Y'all mean the absolute world to me. So anyways, <clears throat> continue on. Hey, phone lines are open guys. Eight, four, three, seven, nine, zero, three, three, seven, seven. Spring trainings around the corner. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, um, it looks like 107.5, the game, I just saw a, a tweet from Pops Frisbee. It looks like 107.5, the game, is talking about the whole gun thing, uh, the whole situation. I'll just say this, guys. Yeah, I, I, I feel like there, there's, no, there's no reason to have a gun on a college campus, especially like – it's in the it's in the student code, you know. It's it's the student code handbook, whatever. And like, just even if you don't know the rules like that, like you do know that you can't have a gun on campus. You can't have a gun on campus. You just can't. Like they're so sensitive about stuff like that. It don't matter how you feel about guns. I'm not even getting into that shit. But like, you just can't have a gun on campus, dude. Like I don't give a damn. You can't. You can't. You know. So it's you know it's unfortunate. It's just unfortunate. And again, I we'll 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 see what happens. Um, we'll see what punishments are given out. And I mean, here's the problem: it's out of Beamer's hands, right? I mean, I don't know exactly how I don't know exactly how this goes, what process, but it's out of Beamer's hands, right? It's going to go through the school, through whatever expulsion board, whatever the heck, whatever. It's going to go through them. And from what I've heard they're not going to be kind. They're, they're, they're just not going to be kind about it. They're not going to care. They play football. That's who they got to get through, right? If they're able to get through that, I, you know, I think it'll be your typical SEC punishment. Hey, you're out of game and we'll figure this out. We'll, we'll, we'll handle it behind closed doors. But I just don't know if they're even going to get that opportunity, which is unfortunate, a shame. And, but, you know, I mean, for every action, there's a consequence. It just is what it is. And, you know, you just hope they learn from it. And, um, 
you know, again, it's, it's one thing. It doesn't define their entire lives. And, and you hope that if it, if they're not at the university of South Carolina anymore, they do find a home where they'll be supported and, um, you know, people can help them lead them the right way and, and they can still have an opportunity to have a great football career. So, uh, Dave Garrett, got the merch discount. You get 20% off of merch as well if you join the Big Cock Club. Uh, our good friend Brad Crawford just dropped SEC football projected win totals for every team in 2023. So what is Vegas going to drop as their win total? I'm very curious to see what South Carolina's is. <clears throat> He's got Florida at six and a half, by the way. That's notable. South Carolina, seven and a half. Now, the Gamecocks have shattered the win total two years in a row under Shane Beamer. I think seven and a half is fair. I, you know, when you look at the schedule and the front half, you know, I, I think South Carolina can very well, very well hit that. They, they can very well hit shatter that. They can hit the over, no doubt, right? They can very well shatter that over. Uh, I think eight would probably be a better number to get evil equal money on both sides. They normally like to throw the hooks in there. So it, it'll be interesting though. It'll be interesting to see what Vegas puts out there because they've been Vegas has sold us short so badly the first two years of the Beamer era. So we'll see. Uh, all right, let's jump to the phone lines here. From Carolina Anthony. Carolina Anthony, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing fantastic, man. Appreciate you asking. What's up? Hey, I'm just wondering about uh, all, all these uh, um, things on Twitter uh, where they're talking about your old Twitter profile. Indeed, man. Yeah. it's uh, Folks trying to cancel me on Twitter is as commonplace as me brushing my teeth, my friend. It just is what it is. Do you, do you agree or disagree with it? Do I think I'm a racist? No, I do not. <laughs> so you didn't make those comments my friend we addressed it two years ago my guy i'm not gonna speak on it again all right man all right man go tigers appreciate you there you go it's as simple as that so bring it man wide open that's the thing that's the thing and i will say were those comments made this is something that two years ago because i got the notification two years ago we were talking about this so I'm not going to continue to beat it in day after day after day. I'm not going to stoke the fires. It's been addressed, man. It's been addressed. Again, it is the purple hair scenario where it'd be like you telling me I have purple hair. Why would I get upset? I know I don't have purple hair. Why would I get upset? So making a claim that I'm a racist, why would I get upset? Why, why would I react why would I react in some defensive way? I, I know I'm not. And I could sit here and point to all the, the guests or the interact. I need not do that. I need not do that. I know I'm not. I know what I am. I know what I am. I know who I am. I need not the approval or the, the vote of confidence from people like that Clem sucks guy pretending to be a Gamecock fan. So, anyways, jump back to the phone lines. Call from Justin. Justin, what's up, man? How are you? Doing good, Chris. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking. What's going on? Hey, Chris. Uh, man, this basketball team it is hard to watch, man. 
man, we just had two heart breaks this year, you know. It's just, I was at Gary Chris, I, I couldn't believe this, man. It's just, it was painful, man. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough, man. Just a, a heartbreak, and, you know, you want to take away – you want to take away the positives, right? You want to take away the positives from that game because you, you did play a solid Arkansas team close. Um, but, you know, the, the, the way you lost, and again, I give this team a lot of credit for resiliency, fighting back in the second half and uh, guys stepping up. Michi Johnson, my goodness, five made threes in the second half. Josh Gray had, I would probably argue, his best game of his career in uh, Garnet and Black, but you know, unfortunately not enough. And then it was overshadowed by the post game and what happened with Gigi Jackson and the Instagram stuff, I, you know, so, it, but yeah, it, it's just, just a tough year. We know it's a tough year. So. Yeah. And Chris, and Gigi Jackson, he, he's, he, he can't be saying this stuff, man. He's got to keep his mouth shut, you know? Yeah. That's, I mean, it just, you, you just cannot, you just cannot go to Instagram live and vent your frustrations in that manner. Yeah. That's, because whether you like it or not, you're Gigi Jackson. You're you're in the public spotlight. You're 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 you have a platform. You know what I mean? You, you have oh, a, yeah. you know pe- people are people are paying very close attention to what you're saying and what you're doing. So it, it, yeah, it can't happen. Yep. It's got to be handled in house. It's got to be handled in house. Oh yeah, and Chris, you can't be handled. Listen, because listen, I know we're all on win, but hey, what's crush time? Yeah, I know we won't win the game, but you, yeah, it can be frustrating, Chris. But listen, I get it. you want the ball, right, Chris? Yeah, I mean, of course, I I understand why GG wants it. Absolutely. Oh yeah, and Chris, but sometimes it'll go our way, and you know, sometimes you gotta give somebody else the ball, right, Chris? Yeah, I mean, I I don't think it was the plan to give it to Josh Gray <clears throat> in the final possession, but. You know, again, it's 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 a it's it's a learning experience. He will learn from it. I bet you he don't go live on Instagram after a game again. I'd be willing to bet you that. But it's a learning experience. Oh, it doesn't yeah. define Gigi Jackson in any type of way. Again, by all accounts, he's a great kid. He's obviously a great basketball player. He's got a bright future ahead, and it's you know it'll be a blip on the radar radar for him in his career. It will. But it is something where oh, oh, he's, yeah. he you know he he's being held accountable for it as he should. And he Lamont Paris need to sort yeah. it out and. Figure out what's up and, and go from there. So, but again, yeah, I, I, it's it's in no way does should it define Gigi Jackson. I believe he will bounce back. I would imagine he will, and he'll continue to be a great basketball player, and he'll have a great career. Oh yeah, and Chris, and say about <laughs> and say about Josh Gray. And look, if he can, if he can get hot, we gotta know we gotta get some players get hot too, right, Chris? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So we yeah. we. We need a couple of guys to heat up. We need a couple of guys to heat up. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. And Chris, and Chris uh, look, I'll, and Chris, the good news is I saw I saw Eagles last Saturday. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I got a picture of him, too, and he was taller than me, you know. Hold on. Who, who was it again? Alex Eagles. Alex English. Okay. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. Legend, man. Friend of the show, by the way. Friend yep. of the show. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, he's uh yeah, we we've had him. I got a on him too, cause... Yeah, we've had him on the show, man. Friend of the show. Love to see it. Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He's a good dude. Hey Chris, while I was listening, while I was listening to us at the game, it, it, it takes time to be up a program. You gotta get a cut like three years, right, Chris? Say say it again. 
Ross Linton asked Ingram's on why was that the game. He was talking about it takes time to be off a basketball crowd, but it does happen overnight, you know? Yeah, no, it's going to take time. You got to give Lamont Paris time, and we got to be patient. Got to get his players in. Yeah, I think we're – yeah, it can be frustrating, but we got to hang in there. And look, he, he's look, he's he's doing everything he can. Like Chris, he knows it's not easy to win the SEC. He knows that. He he knows that indeed, my friend. And if he doesn't, he's learning. He's learning very quickly. Yeah. Yep. And Chris, what's that time built the list here, Stockhill? Okay, has he lost something in Stockhill by now, right, Chris? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay, I got used to saying right now, so let me go out there with Cook mm-hmm. next season. We got to go get some big-time players, right, Chris? Yes. We Hey, we got to. <laughs> we got to. Yep. Hey, Chris, that's all I say, man. Hey, Justin, you're the man. I appreciate you, brother. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Great stuff, guys. I know it's late in the show, but we are going to take a quick break on the other side. We'll close it up. Hell of a Monday. More of your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in. To the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, your comments, your calls as well. 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. What a day. What a day today. On field, off field, you know, I was thinking about it too. That, that to me, I think, though, is what makes TSUS and, and this show and our relationship special is, is you guys do get a look inside further beyond just on the field and Gamecocks and, like, you, you guys see everything, right? So we have, a, we have a tight relationship. We have a cool relationship. And, again, I appreciate each and every single one of you, man. I appreciate each and every single one of you for your love and your support. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> wow. Uh, somebody texts in, do you think we'll win a championship this year in football? Um, no, I don't think we're going to win the SEC this year. Uh, how about this? Interesting baseball nugget, and this comes from Andrew Hutchinson, NWA Hutch on Twitter. SEC is implementing a 10-run mercy rule in conference play this year. If a team is up by 10 or more through seven innings, the game is over. Okay. Which I think, you know, I think that's a pretty solid rule. You know, I, I just think at some point, like, dude, if you're if you're up 10 runs, and that's what, through seven, you got six outs to go and you're down by 10, it's over. It's over. I mean, it's, it's, it's over. You know what I mean? The game's over. You're done. You're cooked. You're finished. Get out of here. So, I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot for sure. Yeah. Bryce Garner says, we don't need to win the SEC to make it to the playoffs. Well, it's not going to be expanded, Bryce, to 12 teams. Not this year, right? So, I don't think so, right? 2024 is when that's happening. So... Bryce Gardner says we will win a championship this year in football. Okay. Hey, from your lips to God's ears, my friend. We got to beat UNC first. (laughs) We got to beat UNC first. And I'm confident we will, but Bryce Gardner says 11-1 and and a loss to Georgia. But who's to say Georgia doesn't go undefeated? 
Rob Brown went on record and said that Gigi Jackson, his frustration post-game on Instagram Live was more than warranted and that he's not mad. It's a learning opportunity for a young player with a lot of pressure. Well, I'll say this. It is a learning opportunity, no doubt. But to say that it's more than warranted and, and, and in some way to excuse the behavior of going on to Instagram Live and putting your coach on blast, miss me with that shit, bro. M- miss me with that. Completely miss me with that. Again, no, nobody's saying that, that G.G. Jackson should be written off forever and he should be defined by this mistake, but he shouldn't have done it. I, flat out. He should, it was a mistake. There was a reason it's being labeled as a mistake, Right. He shouldn't have done that. that. That's not how you handle a frustrating loss. That's that's not that's not how you handle it. That's just not how you handle it. So, <clears throat> anyways, though, he'll learn from it. He'll learn from it, and we'll see you tomorrow night. You got to bounce back quick at Mizzou. Nine o'clock tip off. Gamecocks will take on the Missouri Tigers at their place. A late tip for whatever reason. Uh, Hunter Kelly, Nick Carver will bring it home for us. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, Bruin Nation, anybody thought about this? GG, maybe a cancer in the locker room. Shh, Bruin, I don't want them to try to cancel you too. Uh, all right, guys, hey, we've hit 2 o'clock. That's going to do it for me. Appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much. Again, stay tuned to all the content, of course, content, bleeding out the eyeballs. Podcast hitting you as normal this week, Monday, Thursday. TDC all week long. We'll have special guests joining us as well. Hey, I'm on Mark Ryan today, by the way, at 440. Be sure to check us out. And outside of that, guys, check out the podcast that dropped this morning. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank y'all so much. Have a great rest of your Monday. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.